Hello, ghosts and ghouls, and welcome to another episode of I Know What You Podcasted last summer, coming to you virtually during these pandemic times. And as I look around the Zoom room, uh, let's say hello to everyone, our usual suspects. Up in the top, uh, for me anyway, <laughs> the top of left-hand corner, it's B. Hello. <laughs> and then right below her, Brady Bunch style, is Kenneth. Howdy, howdy. And last, but certainly not least, the one, the only, Veronica. Hey, what's up? And we are here to talk about 1998's Ringa, which I was just informed that's probably the proper way to say that, because I've been saying Ringu my entire life. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, we're dumb Americans. Who can blame (laughs) We do the dumb American thing, yeah. We just say it however it looks. We're like, hmm. Yeah, that sounds right. And that's right. the right way to say it. Yeah. <laughs> and then we have that on everyone else. You. you know, like a university. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, we're here to we're here to talk about the 1998 film directed by Hideo Nakata, uh, released over there in Japan by Toho Films and then released in America through DreamWorks and based off of a novel which I did not know. I didn't know that either. Yeah, a novel published in 91, and this film wasn't even the first attempt at putting it out there into the world. There was a TV adaptation that was done in 95. Weird. Uh, and, and then it became the movie that became, if not the, if, if one of the most top-grossing Japanese horror films in Japan and in a lot of other places for a while. I think it held in Hong Kong, actually. For the longest time until some movie in 2015 knocked it off so that's a Holy long crap. time to hold a record yeah, uh, for uh, a film doing that well but anyway uh the general plot here that we're uh, for ringa is you have <laughs> you know it's funny i'm thinking about the plot and i'm getting caught up in like scenes of the movies in my brain so it's almost kind of distracting but i'm gonna <laughs> keep it very general you have a mysterious vhs tape that people are seeing and after they see it seven days later they die under mysterious circumstances and you have a reporter who is investigating it because a family member is one of the people who saw the tape and died and then we go from there basic gist of this of this film all right first things first uh, before we dive headfirst into plot stuff and deep feelings and whatnot, in general, what do you guys think of this movie? Is it one you like? Is it one you don't like? Et cetera, and so on. Whoever wants to dive in. I liked it. Uh, All right. <laughs> I, I, I really liked how, well, there wasn't a lot of explan- explanatory dialogue. Like there wasn't a whole lot of exposition or backstory given to these folks. I felt like the acting was strong enough that uh, a lot of their, their background just sort of bled through. Um, and I really liked the easy acceptance of what was happening mm-hmm. and the sort of understated supernatural abilities that just seemed to be present. And I thought that was really cool and, and different. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. Definitely. What about you, Veronica? I really liked it. I, I never saw it. And I was like, oh, I like it. <laughs> and yeah, it was, I liked how easy it was. I was like, oh, uh, she's a writer for a newspaper and, uh, you know, ghosts. 
let's see what goes right. And I was like, yeah, there okay. didn't seem to be a whole lot of like, let's question this for a long time until whatever. It was sort of just like, oh, well, this weird thing's happening. Seems right. Let's just follow this story. Yeah, there definitely wasn't that that scene with the, the boss that goes, get back to your real work. What yeah. is this ghost nonsense? And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Nice. <laughs> nice. And uh, Kenneth? I, I didn't super care for it. Um, ah, it because it was old and it was, had children in it. it <laughs> there was VHS <laughs> tapes everywhere. <laughs> yeah, it just, ugh. Got, that was the Physical scary part. Media. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> I, I, I think there's definitely a cutover point where super slow burn horror doesn't work for me, where I'm just like, it's you've spent two thirds of the film on just long establishing tracking shots. Mm-hmm. And I like, I just get very bored and it, it got creepy at the end. Most of it, I, I was just super bored and kind of wishing I was doing something else, which, you know, it's, I, I should feel just like I'm going to be peeing myself the entire time. That's a proper <laughs> horror movie. So, well, and I can, I can kind of get that. It's definitely a slower paced type of horror film it's it's not about a a, an extraneous amount of jump scares there is no reliance on gore or anything of Mm -hmm. that nature um it builds a lot of mood uh which which i appreciate because i think mood is is a big part and i i thought if this had been a longer movie i might have ended up getting a little bored as yeah. Well. yeah. To me, it was just that sweet spot of time. And it was, was like, like oh, an hour okay. and thirty-six minutes, which is just, just enough, just you know. Enough. <laughs> yeah, and you know the mood. It was set by de- by decisions made. Like, okay, now we find out this. Okay, that leads us to this, and now we find out this. Yeah. So it was yeah. very, very like, oh, okay, this is logically making sense why you would right. do things. So I it, it did feel a lot like a an investigation movie, basically. Like, yeah. let, we need to dig in and uncover the truth. She's a journalist. This. Kenneth, yeah, she's doing her job. <laughs> she's gonna do her job and do it. Good. <laughs> like, yeah, see, that's, that's one of the things that I really liked was really getting to watch her investigate. I mean, I think yeah, it, it also increased my enjoyment because I mean, I also do love like a true crime story. I love an investigative journalist type story. My background is in journalism, and so I like when people like seem like they're good at their job because most people these days are not. <laughs> yeah no i enjoy and woman, she was like, she was the strongest one too yeah well she's very smart knew what yeah. she was doing made good choices based mm-hmm. on the information that she had yeah i agree um that was an interesting thing when i did in my little note taking after the movie and found out about the novel was that they flipped so so much of the character stuff so mm-hmm. the in the novel the main character is a man who's a, a journalist hmm his friend it's a friend helping him out who, who's also a man and i believe he has a wife and a daughter uh the journalist does and so they changed that all of that for the film where they made the main character a woman divorced or separated how you know and they made the child a boy instead of a girl which uh I, you know significant you know significant differences but i i i, I was curious as to I wondered why they would have changed the gender. And does that, do you feel like mentally that makes an impact? Like, I mean, I'm always happy to be like a female main character and, and that kind of thing. Um, 
but it's just, it's, did you guys feel like that would have changed your dynamic had that been a guy instead? I think so just a lot due to toxic masculinity and a lot of, I feel like a lot of her driving force was that tapping into, and again, it's, it's the, the assumption that, oh, since she's a mother, she cares more about her child right. and so will go to greater lengths to save her child. Whereas yeah. if it had been a dude and saving his kid, like the, the normal trope is he'd be a lot more cavalier about it potentially. Okay. Well, I could see that. I think unless, like in the book, right, he has a daughter, right, mm-hmm. rather than a son. Yeah. So I think the same kind of trope works there as I am the man. I must protect the fragile women in my house. <laughs> protect the family <laughs> thing. Yeah. Yeah. And just, I, I thought it was a curious switch to make, uh, not in a bad way or anything like that. Just, just um, it was unexpected, I guess, because it seems... Uh, maybe a tiny bit more progressive to, to do that. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah, you know, maybe it was a response in the Times that so business, a working woman. A working woman. There right. you go. And, and yeah. But also in its sense too, like the kid was really neglected. Like it was, he was really yes. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> <I'm saying>. <laughs> And it was like, oh, is, it, is this a, re- a comment on that? Because she's a, a working woman and this is a comment on the fact that this kid has to take care of himself. I wondered about that. That was, yeah, I was like, oh. It seems like okay. it's an easier parallel then to draw between um, the 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 mother in the past and her child, yeah, the mother in the future and and her child, and mm-hmm. how both of them are neglected in their own way. Like mm-hmm. that, we get to the point where the mother in the past kills herself um, and then abandons her child, whereas in the right. future now we have this mother who is you know, quote unquote, abandoning her child. But for the workforce kind of thing. Yeah. And I'm, yeah. Uh, so I was watching going, are there not, does she not have like a person, like a nanny or a babysitter who could like pick up her kid? That, it's just grandpa yeah, out in the fishing grandpa. town. <laughs> and he's not That's very good it. at fishing. So and he's so long <laughs> for this world too, because she is going to sacrifice him. Dude. <laughs> oh yeah. Straight up. Dude, you <laughs> made a choice. That's for sure at the very end. Uh, but you know, overall, it, it's a it's a mood building horror film. And again, I can see both sides of that. Where it's just like for me, I, I like a lot of mood, so I like a good buildup. And had it been longer, that would have gotten tedious. But it was just the right amount. But I could also understand that feeling of like, okay, we're building a lot of mood, but nothing actually happens happens until in the last part and that could drag a little bit especially i think as viewers now mm-hmm. of horror films we're expecting so much to be amped up yeah throughout I, I a movie. Like, and uh, one that i really compare almost everything to now is hereditary <laughs> because that one just got in my head yeah um, but like that that was a very slow burn long establishing shot mood building movie also but i i think it just worked a lot better for me but also, it was a you bit know, of, it had like 22 more years of Yeah, technique. it's a different, it, it was a different build of tension because I felt like in Ringa, some of the, some of, some of the supernatural tension does get a little lost for me um, because you're also kind of dealing with her interpersonal relationship with her ex, who, by the way, got on my nerves. He I'll was, be real yo, honest. No, that X is played by the glorious uh, Hiroyuki Sonata, and I freaking love that guy. 
He is in so many cool roles. But do you and... love him in this role? No, he was kind of a dickhead. Okay. Role, but... Yeah. <laughs> but he's going to be a scorpion in the Mortal Kombat reboot, and I am super hyped for that. So. I mean, that's... <laughs> yeah, he's a cool actor and all, but his character sucks. Yeah, like, <laughs> that was something because I, I was watching... you do the bucket. I'm helping. Bucket. Well, Throw it out. He, he just seemed he just seemed so aggressive about things. Like I was Everything. like, okay, you've got your sixth sense thing happening, and it, and it's possible you've passed that on to your your child, and that's why he's you know communicating with Tomochan and you know having these interactions. And I was like, all right. And obviously, there's going to be tension between the two of you because you're no longer together, but you share this child, and you're not around. So there's there's tension there but like he just seems so pissed about everything and there was their conversation on the boat where where um what was it she was talking about what happened and how oh my son's been communicating with this girl and i didn't realize that he was communicating with the dead niece and he's like yeah that's what's going on she's like i I feel like i'm blaming myself you know did i do this and he's like i don't know and he looks away and i was like (laughs) and he slapped her how we got this ability it's so weird and he like slapped her when she was like freaking out yeah uh, i was like do not miss going away and i was like (laughs) women be hysterical slap and i'm like I'm, i'm sitting there i'm going she has a reason to be hysterical she's just realized that she's gonna die in a couple of days maybe and mm-hmm. that if that's true, then her son is going to die because a dead girl told him to watch the tape. <laughs> and so well, these things happen. She has a right yeah. to get a little upset. And what was it? They're having that conversation at the, um, the place they're staying when they actually go to where the, uh, the well and the tape and everything is supposed to be. And they're there talking. And he's just like, maybe we should all die. And I was like, maybe you should die. Like, I <laughs> yeah. felt really Put him off. into the well. Cover it. <laughs> Cover it back up. He can Even hang out there with that, that dude. Not necessary. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Helpful? Question mark? I mean, <laughs> his visions, you know, I understand that. And every time, it seemed like, but she was having visions too. And that was just because she viewed the tape. Is that, did I get the right end of the I, stick? I there? took it as she was piggybacking off of his sixth sense, okay. basically. Yeah. Like, she, she was close enough that she was kind of scooting through. Yeah, with mind melders. I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah, it, that's kind of what I thought. Okay. And, then, and then the ghost chose to because she was grabbing her and stuff, and I was like, oh, right, that's true. The ghost made contact. Man, her coming yeah. up out of the the well water, like I I did not like that part though. Like the part where the slower. face came off and then the the goo came out of the skull eye socket. I hated that. Oh, like and she told, was, like held her crying, with love bits of melted <laughs> fat. Yeah. Motherly love. Uh, <laughs> oh. No, it was so like, gross. Holds that mutilated corpse close to her body. So, yeah. so peaceful. <laughs> so calm. Um, definitely for what it's worth. I most all of the movie I was I was pretty bored and not at all scared. When it hit the well part, because I, I was watching it pretty late at night by myself in the living room, lights down. And so I like, yeah, wandered should, into our bedroom and was like, hey, Malia, I know you're reading. Do you just want to come like read on the couch next to me? That's Aww. all I need is another person in the room with me. Aww. <laughs> did she come out and sit with you? She did, yes. Oh, that's so 
Aw, name Malia. See, that's good. I think so that what that says, though, is that had there maybe been a few more times of that type of actual, you know, this, you know, the creepy, scary thing is actually going to be happening, and not just a lot of mood building, it probably would have kept you more engaged. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah. Although, man, like when you get to, when you see her, the close up of her fingernails. Ooh, I, I oh, love yeah, that was that was nasty. That, that, that was, made my fingers hurt. Yeah, well, I mean, nasty. that visceral kind of that—that's the one thing you need to see to really drive home someone who's buried alive in, yeah. in some way is the scra- mm-hmm. the scratching of trying to either scrabble out of something or out of a you know whatever. And yeah, that that's uncomfortable uh, all the way around and. You know, the big the big twist, the big thing is that, no, she didn't need motherly love. She needed to stay in the well. Which really I liked. I was like, <laughs> Me too. Oh, That's my favorite aspect my of that. Eyes. No. Oh, oh, no, no. Curse oh. rolls on. Sorry, boo. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, overall, I feel like it, it's it's a classic, and I think it's earned that right to be called that because – that was the beginning of kind of a a boom time for Japanese horror. And then it, it spun off into America being like, let's remake every Japanese horror movie we yeah. can because they're amazing. And I'm like, okay. With hit or miss results, which we'll get into in our episode for next month. But, uh, mm-hmm. um, you know, overall good. You know, a few nitpicks perhaps. I don't like the kid. You know, I just—he's fine. He was, he's he fine. was nothing. It, he was, it it was nothing. Like, yeah, they yeah. needed someone to phone it in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go. And they he found was that fine. Kid. He wasn't annoying. He wasn't no. like anything. I was like, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's not—he's not the best like kid face actor I've ever seen. But no, did he's—he's he, he's okay. He hit his mark. Mm-hmm. He said his lines, and he was there. And then he was there. <laughs> Good for you, kid. And he was a. I mean, just not not to dive into, but he was a little bit better than the remake kid, in my opinion. I fucking we'll get into that. I mean, that, that's a that, low save bar, that. That is so. a very low bar. Yeah, we're gonna save that for for but another. This fine, but that other kid, I actively want to murder. Yeah, I really Same. fucking. Yeah, it's always that bad when goddamn kid. I guess this, but this one is based on that uh, on that Japanese tale of Onro. Did you read about that? I, I read a little bit about um, they they something referenced like the yurei, the the folklore of the yurei ghosts in Japanese culture. Uh, I read about that, like a, a vengeful female. Yeah, Onryo, I wrong. guess. O n r y o. Um, it's supposed to like yeah, it literally just means vengeful spirit. Yeah, it's like a yeah. retelling based on that, and I was like, oh, I, I like that that it was like based in a cultural ghost story and i was like cool. same i think that's really cool and that was something you know it doesn't really ring out very much i think in the american ring remake ha, i didn't mean to do that <laughs> but yeah uh, in the american remake but i i read a few things post viewing of ringa and um just talking about how it was like this melding of the traditional Japanese world and then the, the modern uh, kind of clashing and, and how those things come together because the further they get out of the city, the more traditional things kind of become for them. And this, the, the vengeful spirit is coming from this older time. Um, 
and then kind of juxtaposing that with like here's the modern woman working and she's separated from her her man and raising a kid on her own and blah 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 so kind of looking at it through that lens i i like that there's that tradition kind of a more steeped in tradition feel to ringa in comparison to the remake which just sort of felt like okay yeah Yeah, definitely got that more from this and i really appreciated it yeah is the is the reading there then that this is some that uh by leaving tradition behind and embracing new stuff like VHS tapes and having a job, that she somehow brought this curse upon herself. I think her that life. was a tiny you know, bit of what I got. A tiny that bit, reading. yeah, yeah. And there, yeah. but there's also another thing called Nensha, which is spirit photography, which is like the, the vengeful spirit. That's how it's going to get you. It's like it's going to impress, imp- like put like its spirit the, and impression into, into the whatever or right? something. Yeah. yeah. So I almost felt like ghost going to ghost. You're going to find a way? Yeah. Ghosts find a way, just like dinosaurs. Can't keep a good ghost down. (laughs) Can't keep a good ghost down, you know what I'm saying? That's right. Ghosts move with the times. Mm -hmm. Oh, people are watching VHS tapes. I think that's where I need to be. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I I love it. they, They didn't get into the specifics, but I did like the idea of, when they're talking about how how this potentially came to be, like mm-hmm. my hypothesis based on what they were saying was that um, in the very beginning when she's talking with those other girls about, you know, oh, somebody went to this place and he was making a video, uh, but it was on a channel that he that, that doesn't exist out there. Yeah. So then you're recording on a channel that's basically static, but you're doing that directly above where this 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 spirit is trapped and so it's just like a recording of her rage you know yeah the tape which is really cool and i'm like i love that and like that makes sense within the world they've created yeah yeah and i guess that's the base of honor too is like anyone who dies in a wrathful way and usually against men so i was like oh yeah that's cool that they were able to get that through the static and everything all in all i i enjoy ringa for what for what it it kind of gives i i enjoy some good mood building it was a nice tight hour and a half ish and um you know and your final bit of scares and the twist are really really nice so is that ha, general general vibes now that we've discussed a little bit more have they held the same have, have we made you rethink anything kenneth Nah, it's very meh to me. (laughs) And I I think a lot of that is just it's an older movie with different style choices. Look, man, I I got stuff to do. (laughs) Gotta chop, chop. Keep me entertained. Get together. Millennials, am I right? Oh, my God. You and your avocado toast. Get out of here. You don't appreciate film. (laughs) (laughs) See, I I liked it for um, a lot of... Aside from the actual story, um, I really liked sort of getting to, it felt like, it felt a bit like peeking in the windows of somebody else's culture, Mm -hmm. especially when they're at the funeral, because funeral rites are so personal and so specific to every culture. And it was, it was really interesting to get to see this movie, I guess, show us what that looks like, because I've never, I've never been to Japan. I've never had any, uh, any cause to go to a Japanese funeral. So it was, it, that was interesting to me too. Nice. Veronica. Oh yeah. I still like it. <laughs> <laughs> I like, I am a lot less interested in reading the book now. Thank you very much. Yeah. That will not be happening. <laughs> I, I liked it. Um, I know Chris didn't care for the fact that they actually utilize like ghost sense as like helping them along when he's like, she's 
fine at her job. She should probably just lean on that. <laughs> and I know that bothered him. But like, to me, I was like, no, I like that they take it seriously. They take the ghost sensing seriously. They yeah. took her as a spirit. It just took itself seriously. And I like mm-hmm. appreciate that. Nice. Like working through that. Yeah. Yeah. We're more to hear. Just show that me. It is an interesting thing I <laughs> would say about this is I, I feel like in a lot of American movies, if you came in with like the ex-husbands all, oh, you know, I'm, I'm vaguely psychic and I get these impressions, like there would be a lot more skepticism before yeah. multiple bad things happen to show, oh, no, this is actually a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's just, boom, you buy right into it. I heard, some, I read, I uh, heard something and read something about the Shinto belief, and I know that's uh, in Japan, it's half Shinto, half Buddhism. And in the Shinto belief, I believe, as I understand it, that... Uh, they do believe in possession of objects a lot. So that's why it was like, oh, it just possesses a video VCR tape. It's like, it's not a big deal. Right. It it's was plausible. Wildly culturally yeah. accepted. So I was like, oh, I read that in this movie. I'm like, cool, great. Moving on. It's so <laughs> cool to me. So I was like, yeah, I appreciate that. So I was like, oh, okay. Nice. Yeah. About how it's in my, in my head, I'm relating that a bit to like Catholicism and stigmata. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. if that happened to somebody who is of the Catholic faith, they would just immediately accept that. Mm-hmm. which i didn't yeah. like, oh, the guy said like why don't you just go to the shitty ex-husband why don't you just go to a place and get yourself blessed and mm-hmm. i was like right why didn't she yeah, <laughs> yeah. modern woman and she wanted like cover all maybe your trying bases, to shake yo. some yeah. of that idea of like we don't gotta rely on that old school stuff anymore you maybe, know yeah maybe yeah that's kind of the verge oh, no man there's ghosts in my house i'm trying everything <laughs> that's yeah. what i was saying i was thinking all i mean you're already there you were at izu and there's i'm sure there's something you're stuck just do something Go with <laughs> good no, lord it's it's yeah and i think it is cool yeah. about just that that's a neat thing about watching any foreign film horror or, or or otherwise is the cultural differences of what you get to see and how other people and places look at situations their perspectives and how they handle it because you know in america ghost things are you know it's the travel channel you know yeah. it's <laughs> it's ghost hunting shows and i'm not knocking that because i can watch that shit forever but <laughs> that's what it is you know and but i think if you ask most people oh do you believe in ghosts or do you have rituals and this and that, most people are like no you know yeah then i don't but in other countries it's a different kind of vibe uh to how you look at that because that would be that would almost be i would think tantamount to being like well our ancestors don't exist and have no influence over us and i don't know a lot of cultures outside of america that think like that their mm-hmm. ancestors are a big deal and so if you believe in that then why wouldn't there be vengeful things attaching themselves to vhs yeah. tapes well, it's always <laughs> funny too because like i i would say i don't believe in ghosts but also halfway through the movie i definitely closed the front and back door i was like i'm not taking any chances like but cover all the bases yeah have Where my beliefs hedge my bets yeah only because you know there's a vengeful lady somewhere out there just waiting <laughs> with kenneth's name just like i'm just gonna get him. <laughs> <laughs> i would say <laughs> I would say my least favorite part of this movie, though, was when they came to the well to help Sadako uh-huh. get out of the well, opened that fucker up, and acted like it didn't smell. They're like, nah, <laughs> everything's fine. I'm going to jump on in. No, there was no, like, well, <laughs> that's like, true no one seemed grossed out by that anything no. that was happening there and like, it really bothered me that's yeah, she, just, she embraced that goopy body that goopy mm, body she's like, goopy mother <laughs> that i never had with my own child it's fine 
<laughs> All right, now very quickly, has have any of you watched any of the Japanese sequels mm-hmm. of The Ring? Because no. or a Ringa, I haven't. Mm-mm. No. Yeah. Okay. Oh. None of us. It, but I like I did read that the director for this film directed Ring Two. The the American Ring Two. Yeah. I need to. I feel I like I need that, to see that now. Now I kind of want to see it. I yeah. was thinking the same thing yesterday. Um, Screaming Kenneth. Uh. I'm going to give it a two and wow. that's purely just because of like a, a 10 minute chunk around the well. I think that's, that's, it, uh, it got me pretty good. Nice. All right. I, I, I'm, I'm good. Like, I, I've never had to go call in backup before. So <laughs> <laughs> that is so interesting to me that that was the well that did it. Cause that was the, the part that frustrated me. And I was like, Oh yeah, let's take the time it's... to just do the water bucket. You can't just reach in. What is happening? <laughs> You're standing. I, I assume it's like a metaphor for like digging into the past or something. Gotta and we have to like empty down. out all of this stuff and you know, film metaphors. I don't know. Oh, man. I thought it was a literal, uh, <laughs> not a metaphor for a woman doing all the goddamn work. No, okay, no. Look, we may have very different opinions on this. But like, yes, she was pulling all the buckets up. He was the one who went down there into dead psychic murder girl well like i think that gives him a lot of thumbs up right there especially because he knows he's got the ability to imprint on stuff like that like you see him going down the well and like it's jacking with his head so that he did her a solid still Ugh. he still Ew. dies <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's still dead so you know. as wears a respect woman t-shirt she did all the work but it's fine she, she was like fully like taking one for the team <laughs> Uh, but I would okay. much rather mm-hmm. pull buckets up than be down in dead girl well. Same. That's all I'm saying. I'll agree with that. I just don't see why he had to stand there. Like he could, he was standing. It wasn't that deep. Look around for a body. <laughs> was there well? Oh, okay. That's a whole big conversation. We'll get into that. <laughs> well, apparently, uh, when we talk about the remake, us. we'll talk about the the remake. Uh, yes. We'll get into that because that is our next episode. We this is a, a tandem kind of thing we're doing this time around. So we've watched Ringa, and now we're going to go into uh, the remake of the Ring for our next episode of I Know What You Podcast last summer. But general good vibes except for kenneth he got a little bored but um <laughs> until the end uh, <laughs> bringing the podcast down. uh but yeah you'll be able to listen to us discuss ringa and all our thoughts and feelings about that uh when we put this episode up it'll be up on i know what you casted uh on shared on facebook and what's the acronym for instagram veronica I-K-W-Y-P-L-S. Oh, my. Like, I have to ask, do you, do you have that written down, or is it just memorized? It's memorized. That's <laughs> impressive. <laughs> that, that is not mem- huh? <laughs> cheating over there. No, no, I showed you my Instagram, so I wasn't looking at that oh, one. Oh, okay, okay. I could uh-huh. actually assume you were cheating. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just remembered our uh, literal first letters. And I'm, I'm, on and I'm glad you do, because it would slip out of my mind every yeah. time I did this. But yeah, you can find us there on Instagram. You can find us uh, at What You Casted on Twitter, at Facebook. You can find all our episodes, past, present, future, uh, on SoundCloud at I Know What You Podcasted Last Summer and on NOTLG.com. And you can r- complain Leave comments, give suggestions. <laughs> Tell me I'm right about this movie. That's yeah, all I oh, validation. Man. Uh, oh all at our uh, Gmail, which is, I believe, whatyoucasted at gmail.com. 
And until next time, creep it real. Whoop, whoop. Keep it real. Yep, 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 yep. Hey, listeners, do you want everyone to know what you did last summer? Want to bring a little Halloween to even the sunniest of days? Check out our merch store at shop.spreadshirt.com slash N-O-T-L-G for shirts, hoodies, mugs, and commemorative knives. Okay, that was a joke. We don't actually have hoodies. Okay, that also was a joke. We do have hoodies. This has been a Night of the Living Geeks production. For more information and content, visit NOTLG.com.